The Nerd and Me Podcast presents The Week in Geek with your anchors, Alan and Jonathan, with the five-day forecast, The Weather Wizard, and Casey Jones on Sports. Good evening, this is Alan, and welcome to The Week in Geek. Jonathan, what's the top story? Alan, today we have a bunch of Avengers Endgame news. Tickets went on sale on Monday, April 2nd. Nope, Tuesday, April 2nd <laughs> at 8 a.m. And uh, they also released another, I'd say, mini trailer. It's maybe two minutes long. Showed a lot more detail. Let me ask you this. Were you able to get tickets? Or did you try to get tickets? No and no. And I'll explain to you later. But no, no, I, I didn't try. But my cousin, you, you and my cousin were texting me at the same time. And he, he was asking me, uh, hey, when did tickets come out? And then, like, you literally were just texting me. I'm like, oh, it's, it's coming out today, 8 o'clock. And then he had a heart. Like, on his, I think, where because he, he's in from Florida, I don't think it was available to, like, you know, across the country at the same time. Well, I think it went by time zones because I went 8 o'clock. So I figured they were well, going to say Florida. He's in your he's time. in your time zone. Right. So, well, the thing is, AMC, their website and their app crashed. Now, our friend Pete got tickets at Regal pretty uh, pretty quickly because he actually texted me. He's like, I got the tickets. I was like, what? Because I'm, uh, I'm going with him Thursday night. Right on. He's like, okay, I got Avengers 6. I was like, what? And then I jumped online on AMC because of the, uh, the A-Pass, whatever it's called, A-List. Yeah. And I wanted to get tickets for, you know, like I said, on one of our shows, I was going to go Thursday night with Pete, and then since I'm off Friday, I was going to go first showing Friday. And I, and A list lets you do IMAX and 3D. I don't want to do 3D though, but so I wanted to go to see Avengers in IMAX Friday morning at 11, and I couldn't get on any AMC like the website, the uh, the app. Wow! And so I just kind of I tried. I think I texted it to you, but I tried again later at work on my lunch and. It said I'm in line, and it's like an hour wait. And I took a picture of that screen. I sent it to you guys. Yeah, and it was true. And I, and the funny thing is, I didn't mean to leave it open. I was like, oh, I'm not gonna wait. I left. I left it open. Went back to work, and then like an hour later, I sat in front of my computer, and it's like two minutes. You're you're in line. You will be up in two. I'm like, all right, well, I'll wait two minutes. <laughs> and, um, this is to access a website. You have to wait. Yeah. Well, it was sending me to. Yeah, because you gotta you gotta. The, the, the thing comes up where you pick your seat and all that stuff. Oh, ticket. that's right. Okay, yeah, gotcha. So, yeah. But I was able to get a ticket for, I got a Friday ticket at Regal. Right on. And then I bought a Saturday IMAX ticket at AMC. Well, it was free because, well, whatever, it was A-list. Yeah. And that's when I waited in line for. Well, you know, virtual line. Right. was the Saturday IMAX 11 o'clock. Wow. So I had tickets for three days in a row. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Well, you're going to eBay that stuff or what? Well, I'm glad you brought that up, Alan. Hey. <laughs> so the – I thought, man, I forgot the – I think the record was Infinity War for most pre-sales in 24 hours. I think it was like $50 million worth. Yeah. Endgame beat it in six hours. Wow. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. That's amazing. So with that, with, with the obvious sellouts going on, People have been putting tickets up on eBay, and apparently they've been – now, reports are – first reports were selling for like $500 for tickets, and then the newest report I read was like for over $1,000. i am like, I can't believe people are going to pay that much money 
Wow. For all oh, for See, opening night. Yeah, I mean, it's not a rock show. <laughs> like, <I don't... laughs> yeah. Well, how is that any different? I mean, is, is scalping still illegal? I mean, how is that any different? I don't know, because you have websites like StubHub and SeatGeek yeah. C- C- and all these other websites. So I, 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 frankly, I'm, I'm wondering how that's allowed, because people just buy the tickets and put them on, like, StubHub or whatever. Yeah. So I, I don't know if that, and this is, well, I don't know. You're right. I don't know how it's not scalping. Wow. Interesting. Uh, all right. So I'm on eBay. I want to see if, are any of these bought? I mean, these prices are ridiculous. There's 350 So you actually can see the tickets people selling right now? Yeah. Oh, hilarious. Yeah. I'm trying to look up, because you can usually look up where they're, you know, what's been sold already. Mm. See if anybody's actually paying this money for it. Wow. That's insane. Um, but the thing is, it's like, because like, I click on the, the newest listing is for $350. Like, you have to be in the area, Vineland, New Jersey. This son of a gun's trying to make money. <laughs> so, like, you know, seven yeah. Avengers Endgame tickets, Regal Cinema, Cumberland Mall, 14 going fast. Seven Avengers. So, seven to 30. There's math here. Oh, 50 bucks a piece he's asking for. Or is it? He's not asking for three. Don't you think that's a little much? I mean, considering that, I mean, it, it's not like this film's going to go go away anytime soon. Yeah, I yeah, I guess they don't want to be spoiled or whatever, but... Well, I, I get... Oh, well, I guess. I, I Honestly, I don't know. I, I don't know why... Here we go. Avengers Endgame tickets, IMAX Houston area, five tickets, $1,000 per ticket. Wow. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Hey, bud, you got three, so, you know. Yeah, but... It's location, 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 Alan. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, that's true. You, know, you got to find people willing to pay that money in the area, within driving distance of the area. Right. And I don't have three because technically Pete's got the two. I'm assuming one of them's mine. Right. We talked about it for a year. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? He might have sold our tickets. So. <laughs> yeah. Now you're not going because you're traveling that weekend, right? Yeah. Unfortunately, I didn't realize i'm actually going to be out of state and when i say out of state i'm i'm way out of state and i don't even know exactly where i'm going to be <laughs> tra- traveling love wise but if i find a movie theater and if i can get a ticket i will definitely jump in but if not i'm actually going to see if i can get in that following monday when i return so yeah we, we're gonna do a show on it we're gonna be late to the party dude i guess so i can i can make it <laughs> How about, how about I call you when I go to one of my showings and just leave the phone on? You can listen. I will kill you. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's going to be tough to avoid spoilers and stuff. But. All right. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so it breaks it breaks all these records. Do you think we see anything like this again in our lifetimes? Sure. Do you really? Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, why not? I mean, like, I thought Titanic was huge and... And I didn't care so much for Avatar, but that one blew that one away. So yeah, but neither one of them had the anticipation that this has. Like, who's really no? I mean, nobody knew Titanic was going to be Titanic, and same thing with Avatar. Like, oh, are you saying I'm, like I'm, uh, gross sales for for within a time? No, period? no, I mean the the excitement for a movie, the the pre sale records. You know, and think we'll see something like this again. Oh, Stars has done it. I mean, with the Force Awakens, that was that was almost like an event. 
Yeah, that's true, too. That was pretty big. I'm mean, not so much maybe this next movie, but yeah, Force Awakens was pretty huge. Oh, here we go. You never know. All right. Well, okay. Well, let's end that conversation. Quickly, <laughs> I guess. Uh, thanks for, for participating. Sorry. All right. Here's it. So I found the sold ones, right? Oh. There is uh, tickets in Arizona that were sold yesterday for $100. And oh, scroll, scroll, scroll. Here's $75. No, that's the poster. Hmm. Yeah, so it doesn't look like the tickets are selling. Crazy. Yeah, so people are putting them on there. It doesn't mean they're selling. Right. Well, yeah, that's crazy. Because it's going to be in the theaters for a while. Yeah. Yeah, it's not going anywhere. Yeah. 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 Then you know, I'm sure people are going to go out to see Endgame again. You know what? We we should make all the websites and just put Shazam tickets up on eBay because it's free to list them. <laughs> <laughs> right. There you go. Anyway, so yeah. Oh, so uh, okay. So the trailer. What did you think of the trailer? Awesome. Uh, again, they they are really sticking with the mood of them being so desolate and down and beaten and that's great i mean this i think that makes the most sense not to go beyond that so you're not gonna ruin this experience i mean three hours oh yeah uh, go ahead so you know the roots have said they're not gonna show anything past the first 30 minutes doesn't it feel like there's some stuff in there that has to take place after the first half hour uh what do you mean specifically well they showed us that tony stark makes it back to earth maybe what do you mean? Maybe they showed like. All right. They they, they, they purposely they said that they purposely gave out fake stuff in trailers. True. All right. All right. Because don't mean, you think? I mean, really? I mean, think about what it. What about when Thanos? When they when they interact with Thanos? That's all CG, dude. Come on. I mean, I know, well, I know he's CG, but I mean, <laughs> no, yeah. It. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, but that that was a cool scene at the very end. It's it's the trilogy right there, Cap, Iron Man, and Thor. No, see, and that's the thing they want you to think it's Thor, but Thor doesn't wear his cape anymore. Right, not since Ragnarok. Telling you, Doctor Strange, we're being duped. It's all duped. Dude, I'm not doing this (laughs) dupe. I like it. I'm glad. I want to be duped. I don't want to (sighs) know. All right. Well, they're doing it for people like us that sit around guessing, right? Sure. It's speculation. It, it's talk. You know. You know. Remember in um, episode one, and Yoda's like, uh, you know, anger leads to hate, hate, hate leads to whatever, whatever, right? Yeah. And in the trailer, it sounds good because there's music in it. And then when you see in the movie, it it sounded so flat because it was just regular conversation. And I, I never yeah. liked it since then. You know. So I'm I'm glad they're not trying to ruin the movie experience with this Avengers movie. I hope so. It's just like I'm saying, there seems like a lot going on in here that looks like it has to take place in more than a half hour. Right. Well, we're being duped. Because in the first trailer that we saw, the first teaser, and you know, the, the Avengers are wearing their whatever out space outfits, whatever. They're, Tony Stark wasn't there. And the most recent one, he's there. So you, you know that there's fake stuff going on. Oh, yeah. That's a keen eye. We're being duped. And 
I just rewatched it while you were talking. Oh. Um, <laughs> no, I, I heard it. I'm being duped. You said it about six <laughs> times. So at the end shot, when you show the feet, Iron Man cap and tour. Yeah. I don't want to see. No, I don't. Never mind. I'm not gonna say. I don't want to get. See now. Now they got me doing uh, uh, theories. I don't want to do that. I'm not gonna engage in that. Right. Never mind. Right. Never mind. Yeah, but it's a really good trailer. It's, it's giving us our best look at what's going on and where yeah. everybody's at. Yeah. Yep. It's great. It's it's movie magic, dude. I am very excited. Yeah, boy. You know, even in this trailer. Uh, you know, when we saw the Captain Marvel in the last trailer, I was like, oh, what? Her again? This time I was okay. You know? She was just there. Oh, shit. <laughs> I was okay with it. I saw this, I saw this meme. It's the picture of uh, Stormbreaker flying into Thor's hand. Yeah. As, as Captain Marvel standing in front of her. Yeah. And, and it just says... You missed Thor. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, like wow. Starbreaker should have went through her. Aim for the head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. You should have aimed for my head. <laughs> oh. All right. Uh, speaking of the trailers, Alan. Yeah. Did you see the creepy Joker trailer? I did. Holy What'd crap! I really liked it. I really, you know, I got feelings of like Silence of the Lambs. I think. Yes. Oh, you got the same feeling. Uh, well, like, yeah. Like scenes, you know, scenes. Yeah, like, in, like that psychological thriller type. Yes, yeah. yes. If they're going to go down this route, holy crap. Now, I was going to ask you, does it bother you that this creation of a Joker has no relationship with Batman? Does that bother you? No. You know what's funny is as I'm watching this, toward the end of the trailer, uh, someone's speaking and they say Gotham City. And it, I, like, it totally shook me. I'm like, oh, my God, that's right. This is a comic book movie. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, because I I, I mean, the city looks like New York or Chicago. You know what I mean? Yes. It doesn't look like what Gotham's been on screen so far. Right. And it just I was I was just so engrossed in this trailer of just the story of this crazy dude. And then when someone mentioned Gotham City, it shook me out of that. I'm like, oh, oh, yeah, this is a comic book story. Wow. And then then I started thinking, I wonder if Batman's in this. Are they saying for sure Batman's not in it? Oh, I I don't know. Yeah, no idea. I mean, Jeez, you think you think if someone was casted as Batman, that it would come out? But I mean, yeah, it looks, they might do that thing where he's a guy in the shadows, or you know what I mean, like not but, make a big deal out of him. But it looks like the, his origin, like his the creation of Joker, has I'm I'm assuming has nothing to do with Batman. Yeah, I mean, it just looks like a mentally unstable dude. That right. Cracks. Yeah, yeah, and it, he, you know his perception of life just kind of changes where he embraces yeah. his craziness. So, but you know, if if I took Batman out of the equation and I didn't know this was a Joker movie, I would think this would be like a re- regular, typical thriller kind of movie that looks right. like high quality. Yeah, I was when I was looking at it, I'm like, man, I wonder if like. Like, cause we, we, I think we talked about doing a show on it, right? When it comes out, and oh, then probably. I started thinking, I'm like, does this, does this even fall under what we do? <laughs> like, <laughs> it was just weird. It was really good, though. It was really, it was not what I expected. I don't know what I expected, though. But it is definitely not a superhero movie, at least from the yeah. trailer. Yeah, I mean, like from the, I mean, I, I think I've seen bits and pieces of like photos online of them filming, and I wasn't impressed. When I saw this, I was like, wow, this looks really good. Like, I was really shocked. So, yeah, I'm excited for it. More so than I did with Venom. You know, when uh, yeah. when he started doing, like, the bad guy movie thing, I was like, eh, what are they doing? 
and Venom goes on to be like a huge blockbuster hit. Yeah, and I think also I don't get the feeling that this movie is meant to launch anything. You know what I mean? Hmm. I don't know. And look, I don't know. It's one trailer. They might, they might, you know, have like a girlfriend there that turns out to be Harley Quinn or something. But it, it really looks like a nice standalone, good storytelling movie. It doesn't look like there's a lot of special effects mm-hmm. or anything like that. It just looks like a really good, you know, psychological drama. Yeah, to tell you the truth, if Batman does show up, I think that might actually take me out of that vibe of what this movie is about. You know, if they're going to go down that, this is like a real thing. Right. You know, if I saw Harley Quinn with a baseball bat, then I think it actually will pull me out of the seriousness of the film. Oh, yeah, definitely. Like, like, dude, I was when I when I heard Gotham City, it totally like, like kind of woke me up. I was like, oh, yeah, this is is crazy. Yeah. But yeah, good job with, uh, I don't know who the director is or anything like that, but you want King Phoenix, it's awesome. Oh my God, he does. Yeah. The whole, he just looks creepy. You know, you gotta, you gotta think like everyone that's played Joker, you know, it's weird that you would think that you, you can see so many different variations of this character, you know, like right. from the comic book, from Jack Nicholson, from, from, you know, the old TV show and stuff that every, Rivera, yeah. yeah, every Joker that's come out of we actually can put something very personal into it, very, very mm-hmm. unique to it. So that's pretty neat. Like, mm-hmm. just when you thought you've seen every iteration of the Joker, you're wrong. <laughs> or just when you think you can't be surprised by it. I mean, because everybody, everybody was shocked by Heath Ledger's version. Right. And loved it. And then you're like, well, who's going to beat that? Well, there you go. There you go. <laughs> and then, and, and, and who, who knew that Mark Hamill would be considered one of the best Jokers ever? You know? Right. And all he did was the voice. So Yeah, yeah. It, it, very intriguing character. Yeah. All right. Alan, you know what time it is? It's time to hit it. Oh. Yeah. It's all the rockets. Hit it quick. <laughs> all right, Alan, we're going to stay on the movie topics. Uh, weekend box office. Let's hear it. All right. So as expected, Disney's live action version of Dumbo. Uh, won the weekend with $46 million, which is uh, way below ex- expected box office numbers. Still good numbers, but not Disney numbers. Uh, Us came in second with another $33 million, bringing its total domestic to $128 million. And Captain Marvel came in third with a domestic weekend of $21 million, bringing its total domestic to $354 million. And it's... Worldwide box office to $993 million. <laughs> Once again, proving that you and I know nothing about anything. <laughs> right. This thing's probably at a billion at this point. If yes. that's the weekend of 993. Exactly. So. Yeah. It hit it. It hit it. <laughs> it hit it. Yeah. So, yeah. What else, Captain? I just read an article about that Dumbo that, like you said, it didn't reach its, its expectations. Um, right. You know, personally, for, for you, are, are, do you like the the live action stuff? I didn't see Lion, not Lion King. I didn't see Jungle Book. Uh, Beauty and the Beast. There was nothing new about it. Uh, it right. was, you know, that was fine. I'm excited for Aladdin. Lion King looks really good. Uh, I don't remember the cartoon Dumbo, so I, and I didn't see this one yet. So we'll see. And I think, I think they're doing Little Mermaid also, right? Oh, so I don't know. Probably. Uh, so I'm, I mean, I, they need to add something. It looks like Aladdin. They added new stuff. Oh yeah. 
Yeah, but other than that, I just don't. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm not. I'll go see them, but I mean, you know, th- this article that I read. I mean, Christopher Robin did not do well at the box office. A Wrinkle in Time did I, not do well at the box office. I liked Christopher Robin. Yeah, yeah but Wrinkle, you, Wrinkle in Time wasn't a cartoon. Uh, I thought you meant just in general. No, um, live action. Yeah, because what they're saying is that, like, if not for Disney, Marvel, and Disney Pixar, a lot of the Disney, like purely Disney movies, poo pooed. I didn't know that. Yeah. Christopher Robin was sweet, though. I heard it was very good. Yeah, I heard it was. Yeah, good. I liked it. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't. I mean, I don't know what this is doing, but uh, I was just, I just saw this YouTube video on all the Fox properties they're getting. Mm-hmm. It is ridiculous what they're getting. No, oh, really, ridiculous. They're getting The Simpsons. They're getting Alien and Predator, Home Alone. Wow. Um, oh, they're just getting all this stuff that uh, you know, they're like Alan and the Chipmunks. Oh, they can make a TV show out of this. Uh, Percy Jackson. It's just crazy. And I did hear too that they're they're going to keep the Fox name, like they're not going to make it like a whole Disney thing. Which I'm kind of glad because right. I, I would well, be afraid be like, if if Aliens turned into like a Disney film. You know, like no, little, well, yeah, I think I think there's going there's going to be a Fox subsidiary, kind of like there's Marvel Studios, right? And I think the Fox, I think I think X Men Fantastic Four will be Marvel Studio movies, where Deadpool will probably be a Fox. You know what I mean? Because of the content. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah, so you might see it that way. But they still might cross over. Who knows? Sure. Oh, that's nice. And uh, what else went along with that? Oh, also, with uh, the Weekend Box Office Report, we have uh, Shazam is opening this Friday. Nice. You and I saw it two weeks ago in a preview. We enjoyed it. Go listen to our show on Shazam if you uh, haven't heard it yet or see the movie then and listen to our show because we do half, half, the beginning half of the show is spoiler free, then the latter half is spoiler filled so yeah it's hoping it's it's projected to win the weekend oh is it really oh well, yeah of course what's, yeah. what's it going up against nothing i think nothing really and yeah. then this it's funny uh in a bit of april fool, tomfoolery on april 1st trailer quote-unquote trailer was released for aquaman 2 but in, you know so they had the title card and everything and they said you know a king will reign blah 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 and then it just kind of you know captain marvel walks into the picture and he's drinking the slurpee or something and I don't know some goofiness. Was it, so I didn't was get like, a chance to see it. Was it funny at least? Yeah, you know, not really. But <laughs> it was funny just to see the title card for Aquaman two. And you know, if you pay attention to things, you know they're not going to start advertising for Aquaman two already. But <laughs> it was it was cute. Um, nice. Yes, and then um, what was the other thing? Oh, and then we have a release date for Annabelle Comes Home, which is part of the Conjuring universe. Mm-hmm. It looks like. I also saw something earlier this week. I read something where it's uh, James Wan and Jordan Peele are like the new faces of horror. Oh, wow. Yeah, so uh, that's coming out uh, June the 25th. Very cool. Annabelle. You didn't see the Annabelle movies, right? Did not. I did not. Just, but Just The Conjuring. Right? Yeah. Well, to piggyback what you're saying, they did release Conjuring 3. The release date is getting a 2020 release, September 11th. So that's not going to be for another while. But I, yeah, I, I dig the Conjuring movies. They're pretty cool. I like them. But you didn't see the Nun or Annabelle, right? And I think they're all part of the same universe. I, I didn't. And, and I don't think they're rated as high. But uh, Patrick Wilson's coming back for Farmiga. Is that how you say her last name? Vera Farmiga. Farmiga. Yeah. Farmiga. Something like that. Something like that. Yeah. Well, they're coming back, which is pretty, you know, Lorraine and whatever. The, Ed and Lorraine Warren, I think their names are. 
Yeah, I'm looking forward to that one. So we'll see what happens. I like Baby that dude, Biddy. Patrick Wilson. I, I like, yeah, I like him. <laughs> yeah, he's good. I, I, I wish he was a Marvel superhero. Yeah, yeah, and I think when you said like, I think you said he probably would have been a good Hawkeye. Hawkeye, but I think he would just been a good Aquaman too. Like if they went oh, yeah. with retro Aquaman, right? I think he'd be a great Aquaman. Yeah, he would have been perfect Aquaman. Absolutely. All right, all right. Good. Jonathan. Alan. Ho, ho, ho. Now, <laughs> now we've got a board game. Yes. Die Hard, Jonathan. A Die Hard board game has just been announced. Welcome to the party, pal. Uh, called the Die Hard, the Nakatomi Heist board game. It'll actually be released soon, sometime this spring. It should go for about three to eight players with a play time of about 20 minutes. Uh, the gist is one person plays John McClane and everyone else plays Hans Gruber and his buddies so look out for that and other than that no other information on this game but i'm a big diehard fan i may actually pick this one up i like these quick games these these 20 minute you're not like these hour-long games where you're just your butt's all numb from playing and stuff so uh, (laughs) this one should be interesting i dig those all right very cool um but who's everyone's going to want to be John McClane? It's like the race car in Monopoly. No one's going to want to be the thimble. <laughs> well, it, it, if it's a 20 minute game, you know, everyone can kind of take their turn. I'll take my turn as John and next round. Let's see if you can do better. You can do things like that. Like typically, though, those uh, what do you call them? Filler games, I think they're called. Like you just kind of mess around until you play like the real game. So gotcha. Yeah. Hey, that's cool. Very cool. Click it. Click it. Alan. Yo. A bunch of DC Universe Online news, the streaming service. Okay. Uh, this past weekend, they, they did a free day on Saturday to celebrate Batman's 80th. And then they also announced a bunch of release dates for some of their shows. So the second half of the new season of Young Justice will be coming back July 2nd. Mm-hmm. Titans uh, Titan Season 2 and the Harley Quinn animated series uh, Season 1 will be out fall of 2019. And... The best news out of that group, uh, besides Young Justice, Swamp Thing, the live action show, will premiere May 31st of this year. So, oh, in about cool. two months. Nice. Right? Two. Yeah. Yep. So, I'm looking forward to all that. <laughs> well, and yeah, go ahead. The DC Universe, which you have, currently they have some of the comic books out, I believe, right? Since you have it. They right, say yeah. starting in April, the DC Universe will make the entire DC Comics digital library available to subscribers. The entire library. Wow. That is insane. Yeah. There were 20,000 titles, I think. For seven ninety nine a month, that's a steal. Plus the TV. Plus the, <laughs> plus the TV. Uh, the, the article did talk about in regards to like new releases. New releases will be out 12 months after they were published. So if a book came yeah. out today, you have to wait a year. To uh, to see it on on the TV or, or the app, whatever. But for seven ninety nine a month for every DC comic book they've ever created, that is well, insane. no, no, it's every every one they have a digital. Oh, I don't know if they digitize. Yeah, they'll make I, I the entire know. DC comic available until another. Yeah, I guess. I don't know if they digitized every DC comic book. Well, they're going to. <laughs> Marvel is basically there <laughs> at this point. Are they really? Yeah, yeah, they've they've. Jeez, I like that. I remember it was a couple years ago. I was looking up for some books that didn't have them. Now right. it's like you 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 think of a book, they practically have it already. That's cool. Doesn't take much. All right. Yeah. Quick it. Quick it. 
Now, staying on DC-related news, uh, we announced a couple weeks ago that Arrow will be ending next season. It's, uh, whatever, eighth season, I believe, um, with a 10-episode season. But before that even happens, Miss Emily Bett Rickards, Rickard, maybe, who plays Felicity Smokes in season one, and is currently, well, I haven't watched the show, but last time I watched the show, she was married to, to the Arrow, is leaving the show at the end of this season. That's kind of a big deal. That's, she's like the co-star of that show, so... Mm. I don't know why she couldn't hang out for 10 more episodes, but whatevs. Yep. So, uh, yeah, it's uh, the first casualty of the Arrowverse, which is, ironically enough, Arrow. Aw. <laughs> yep. All right. Cool. Uh, Jonathan, we reported a, a, a few months ago, I think, that Netflix was going to increase their prices. Well, here it comes. Uh, starting in May, most of their plans will go up by $2.00. So if you're paying uh, $10.99, it's going up to $12.99. And the premium plan, which gives you four Ultra HD streams, will go from $14 to $16. Netflix, Jonathan, I had no idea how big this thing is. Because of this price hike, they are projected to be around $1 billion in revenue for the year of 2019. Just because of the price hike. Yeah. That is huge. And they're saying that uh, Netflix as a company is considered the third most loved behind Google and Amazon. So really interesting, especially with so many streaming services coming out. You know, you got your DC, which you currently have. You got the Disney, Apple, AT&T, Media. Uh, crazy. I mean, don't you think people can get fatigued with all this of having to pay extra for extra stuff? Well, it does take some cojones to raise your prices as you get more competitors. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. And, and frankly, I got to be honest with you, I, I, mean, I love my Netflix, but I find it harder and harder to find something I want to watch on there that's, yeah. that I haven't seen already. You know what I mean? Right. Because when, when they take their stuff, when the new stuff comes out, I jump on it and then I'm done with it in like a weekend. And then I'm like around waiting for something good to come out again. So... Yeah, I don't know. I mean, frankly, I don't watch my DC online that much. I have a feeling I'm going to be glued to my uh, Disney Plus, though. I think so, too. I I agree with you. I mean, with all these companies coming off of Netflix, I mean, what does Netflix really have going for itself now other than their, um, you know, Netflix property movies, which are they are good. I won't deny that. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. Yeah. But and you know what's another thing? I read that Netflix is in debt. Like I don't know how it works. I don't know the finances, but they're in debt by like a billion, like a significant amount of money. Oh, probably. Well, I guess. I mean, like if it's you, like, but I think companies carry debt. It's some weird thing like that. I don't know. Yeah. You know, maybe that it's worth is a billion, but they probably owe a billion too. Right. Well, they're saying, and and that billion means if they keep all their subscribers and they they uh, they willingly pay that extra two dollars or whatever, you know. Sure, sure. Um, and remember that backlash that they they said they're going to increase, and everyone just left Netflix and they're like, oh no no we're sorry, and they brought the prices back down again. This is what no, we what need to happen? do. Oh, this happened when they went. Oh, I think you can rent like one DVD and then you got like one streaming and then they dropped the DVD part and you only had streaming they're going to increase the prices this is a long time ago okay there was a lot of backlash because of it 
and Netflix went back and says, nope, we're not going to do it. We're sorry. And they actually went back to the regular prices again. All right. So I found this on the Internet. So Variety reported back in November that Netflix plans to raise $2 billion in new debt to fund content spending. Mm. As of September 30th, 2018, Netflix reported $8.34 billion in long-term debt, up 71%. 71% from the year before. Wow. The, the latest proposed debt offering is the sixth time in less than four years that the company is raising $1 billion or more through bonds. That caused shares to fall by 3%. But shares are at $329. Oh, this is back in October. $329 a share. I mean, I still don't understand how this works, man. They raised $2 billion in new debt. So it's like they want to be in debt. Hmm, I guess they're maybe thinking long-term, like long-term value of the company or something. I guess so. To fund content spending. To pay for all these movies that are coming out. Yeah. Uh, there's, a, there's a good one out there. Ben Affleck's in it. What the Triple Frontier. Uh, yeah, it was pretty good. That's pretty good. Yeah. 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 And we, it's funny, we were going to, we, we were talking about the dirt, the Mount Cruz story, because yeah. we were thinking about doing a show on no, it. No, no, no. Um, you thought about it. All right. Well, I thought about <laughs> it. And, um, you know, we watched it and it's, it's a, it's a bad movie, but it's, you can't turn it off. Yes. <laughs> I, I was texting you like, I was like, no, I don't want a podcast. But then at the same time, I can't stop watching it. <laughs> I watched the whole thing and I didn't, I don't. Yeah. So yeah, they get you with stuff like that. They so. do. I mean, that movie is like the perfect definition of a train wreck. It's like, yeah. I couldn't stop watching. Cause I, it's like, it just kept, it just kept getting worse and worse and worse and I couldn't believe the stuff I was watching too it was I I could not believe it yeah it was funny though but yeah yeah, I mean Netflix are original movies but there's just so much that's another thing too I think they need to slow down when they're releasing things sporadically you could keep up with it now it's like what? slow down yeah almost every week there's something big going on there Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. alright I said quick it uh, <laughs> Jonathan, back while back, I don't know if you remember, but there's a guy that was um, linking the a- Avengers Endgame website to Deadpool 2. Do you remember that article? Yeah, uh, it was like a so prank. But he hacked sort. it, or well, he actually owns he actually owns that web address that that what do you call it domain? I guess, oh, like Avengers Endgame or whatever. He does, yes, and he actually. He says he for the last couple of months he's been bugging the Rooster Brothers saying, "Hey, you you want this AvengersEndgame.com thing or what?" And they they said yes, <laughs> and he actually got premiere invitations to see the movie on April fifteenth with a plus one, and uh, yeah, everything comes along with going to a premiere, and <laughs> and uh, yeah, he's actually going to see the movie. So he actually gave up the the web domain back to Marvel. For uh, cool. free tickets, I was like, "That's amazing." I, I would think well, it'd be worth more than that, though. But you know, yeah, but he's going to be he, with he the other actors. Be a jerk, yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So I just put AvengersEndgame.com. It redirected me to Marvel, but it's the page with the trailers on it. Oh, okay. So it's not like an official site. If that was the site, right? Oh, maybe um, that's what it is. You know, dude, these movie posters are awesome. <laughs> Alright, yes, that's pretty cool. Good for him. Yeah, good for him. The yeah. best the best was that he linked it to Deadpool when Deadpool came out. <laughs> right, right. Oh, and in the same article here, I'm on uh, comicbook.com. When when he did that, 
Ryan Reynolds actually gave him this silver attache case because I guess uh, Ryan Reynolds owns a aviation gin. Yeah, and he gave yeah. dude. I'm gonna send you his picture. I'm it's dying sick. to try it. It's it's sick. <laughs> aviation gin. I'm, try, I'm dying to try it. Yeah. No, uh, well, good for him. Yeah, yeah, good guy. It was cool. He was he wasn't a jerk. Two reasons for for having fun with it by linking it to Deadpool and for not being a jerk about like by demanding millions of dollars for the exactly website. yes because what is, what does it cost twenty files to register a domain or something like that yeah. hundred dollars whatever <laughs> now he gets a hobnob with the rich and famous at Avengers seriously man because <laughs> they're all gonna be there yeah sick good for him good for him all right all right good. good. So, Alan, uh, over the weekend, Mark Hamill on Twitter and uh, Instagram was teasing a big announcement coming on Sunday. Huge announcement, huge announcement. I, I, my mind was all a flutter of what it could have been, what I wanted it to be. Mm. Um, my hope of hope was a uh, Star Wars cartoon that he was voicing Luke again as, you know, like in between uh, After Jedi and before, uh, well, no, like in between Star Wars and Empire, maybe. Yeah. Anyway, but that wasn't it. Uh, Mark Hamill will be voicing Chucky in the new Child's Play movie coming out this summer, I believe. How cute. Yeah, so, you know, 621, June 21st is Child's Play, the new one, with the voice of Mark Hamill as Chucky. I wonder what that's going to sound like. Would that be neat if he just used, like, the Luke voice just to mess with people? <laughs> right. yeah, maybe he'll take it a whole new direction. Like, hi, I'm Chucky. <laughs> How are you? I'm going to kill you. Uh, I'm going to kill you. I'm here to kill you. <laughs> I'll be your plaything today, and I will stick a knife in you. Oh, stop your screaming. You're embarrassing the both of us. <laughs> and isn't it great that Mark Hamill does so many voices, too? Yeah, I have a feeling it's going to sound like a Joker, though. <laughs> I, when you said that, that's the first voice that came to my head, though, was the yeah. Joker voice. Uh-huh. Yeah, because he's, he's, he's playing some guy on this show on this channel called Nightfall. Okay. And it's not a cartoon. It's live action, but his voice, he does this weird gravelly voice that almost sounds Jokerish. Oh, does he? Yeah, so we'll see. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to watch Child's Play. I was never a fan of Child's Play. Me, same here. Same here. But, you know, when I see him on interviews, sometimes I can hear the Joker in his voice, you know? It's, it's... I don't even remember what his voice like. Who who is Mark Hamill? I don't even remember what that sounds like anymore. Well, his natural speaking voice has gotten deeper and gruffer. Yeah. It's definitely not what it sounded like in the in the original trilogy. Sure. Yeah. 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 So I don't know if that's an age thing or if he was a smoker at one point or who knows. Who knows? Yeah. All, right. All right. Cool. Okay. Jonathan, a couple months ago, I think it was November. Uh, Fathom Events brought back Superman, the Christopher Reeves version. Well, they're coming back again uh, on Superman Two. No, uh, the original Batman movies are set to return to theaters. The Michael Keaton ones. The yeah, nineteen eighty nine Batman. So we have four movies that will be released on one day and one day only on May four. And you're gonna have Batman, the nineteen eighty nine Batman Returns, Batman Forever, Batman and Robin. So to go there, you got to go to fathom.com or fathomevents.com, I believe, and uh, find your ticket. And there are limited releases, so you do have to figure out which theater works best for you. But yeah, the original Batman movies are set to come back again. How rude. That's Star Wars Day, May 4th. Oh, yeah, it is. How how dare they. How rude. Uh, You going? No. Oh, no, no, no. no. I I don't mean it that way in the sense that because I wanted to see this Christopher Reeves version. Unfortunately, the theaters they were offering were nowhere nowhere near where I live. Right. 
So, so the same thing will probably be going on here, too. Yeah, that, that's going to be my guess, too. Yeah, I own the DVDs of the Batman movies yeah, a lot. I don't think I need to see the, the original Batman in the movie theater, the big screen. Superman, I can see it, I, but not so right. much Batman. Yeah, I'm superhero movies out almost. Yeah. <laughs> I got one one or two left in me this year. <laughs> okay, that's good. Good yeah. enough. To go along, well, this is a fab event. This is a Regal Cinema special event. Yeah. Alan. Yeah. It's their time up there. <laughs> Our time down here. Nice. The Goonies Allen is being released <laughs> for two days only in Regal Cinemas. Uh, they will be released April 13th and the 15th. And it's only $5. What? Well, 13 and 15, that's a Saturday and a Monday, isn't it? A Saturday and a Monday, yeah. So uh, if you want to go see the Goonies, go see the Goonies one of those days for $5. I may actually do this one. I'm going to be in Pittsburgh, possibly meeting a Goonie. Corey Feldman will be at uh, Steel City Con. I'll be attending that weekend. And Data. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, I forgot. I keep I, I keep thinking of him as short round, not as data. Oh, I gotta send you my hat. You better hurry up. It's next weekend. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Eh, maybe, maybe not. We'll see what happens. All right. So uh, yeah, Goonies. I might do, which is weird. Why I wouldn't go see Batman? But I go see Goonies. But anyway, yeah, Goonies. Yeah, I, I think I may do this one. Yeah. Right. Yeah, we should do a retrospective on Goonies. That'd be fun. If we All if right. we see in the theaters, that'd be cool. Do you have a regal by you? Yeah, that's that's my theater. A regal beagle? You just saw it. No. <laughs> All right. Quick it. Quick it. All right, Alan, we got some comic book news. Right on. Flash, year one. We talked about Batman year one. We talked about Superman year one. Now they're doing a Flash year one. It's not going to be a miniseries, though. It's going to be part of the regular Flash series. It's going to start with number 70, written by Joshua Williamson and art by Howard Porter. Howard Porter, as you know, was the artist on the Grant Morrison JLA run. Yeah, so they're going to do a Flash Year One if it hopefully lives up to the standards set by Batman Year One and Superman Year One. Both known for as well, Superman Year One's coming out, right? Yeah. Yeah, so Batman Year One known as a very good story. So. Oh, very cool. We'll see it. Yeah. yeah. Jonathan, Valiant Comics. Did you read those? No, but I remember there was Bloodshot, Man of War, Exo, right? Exo Man of War, yes. Bloodshot. Who's the ninja dude? Ninja. No, that's what I'm going to think of. Watch <laughs> um, right, that? Okay. Anyway, uh, back in the day, I think this this could have been like maybe ten or twenty years ago. There's a company that used to put out like all these comic books on a CD. Like I actually own one of them. One of them is, is uh, Amazing Spider-Man. It was like every comic book up until whatever year I bought it at uh, that came out, and they stopped. Well, now they're coming back again. Every Valiant comic book from 2012 to 2018 will be coming out, and that is a lot of books. Uh, 500, 591 comic book for just $60, which comes out to be $0.10 cents each. So it's going to be out on the CD, and you can read all the books. and it, It's pretty neat. I, I Like I said, I do own the Amazing Dude, what computer has a CD-ROM anymore? <laughs> That's true, too. Yeah. Oh, no, no, I'm sorry. It's coming out on a flash drive. Sorry. I was going to say, you might as well put it out on a cassette <laughs> at this point. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's coming out on a flash drive. Excuse me. So they'll okay. have all those books on it. It's, it's a cool idea, but... Like it's I said, I, I do own the Amazing Spider-Man. I I may have looked at it once, maybe. Dude, you better get that put onto a flash drive. Oh yeah, true. Because I won't be able to play. Actually, yeah, that's right. I don't actually own any PCs. All my stuff is Apple. I don't think PCs even have CD drives anymore, dude. Wow. I'm sure mm. someone. I'm sure someone can do it. 
Well, there's, there's companies out there. They don't like put your photos on, make them digital and stuff like that. Yeah. Well, Comixology, you know, Marvel's whatever comic book app thing. I mean, that has really spoiled me because it's it's super simple, super simple. Yeah. To get. Do you like to read comic books on the computer or on your iPad? On my iPad, yeah, I did. We, like Infinity Gauntlet, I went back to that. That was pretty neat. I mean, like it, the convenience of not having to find and, and find my long boxes. Then flipping through my long boxes, I mean, the comicsology thing was awesome. This must have been five years ago when comicsology was at a con, and I think I even told you about this. Early subscribers of comicsology had access to 2,000 free comic books, and I downloaded every single one. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I got con- – like, it was free for these early people, and I, I was – I sat there – all night download combo 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 because they gave it to me and they said it was within a time period and so i was downloading like crazy so i got a well i got like two thousand comic books <laughs> so it's pretty and it wasn't just marvel it was like it was like all companies too so yeah the the, the comic solid app is pretty neat it, it's it's neat to have access at your fingertips Ooh, that's cool Ooh. all right uh more companies alan eric larson best known for savage dragon Independently, uh, he was part of the, the the group of artists that broke off from Marvel to start Image. He's a founder of Image. His uh, character was the Savage Dragon, best known for drawing while at Marvel the Incredible Hulk, and for taking over on Amazing Spider-Man after uh, Todd McFarlane left. Amazing Spider-Man is coming back to Marvel. Wow! Yeah, wait, what? To say that he's coming. He's doing some work for Marvel. It's been gosh, Image is what almost thirty ninety to. Almost thirty, I guess, at this point. Wow, image! Wow, image comics almost thirty, dude. That's wow. insane. I'm twenty five ish, I guess, at this point. Yeah. yeah. So he's coming back to do some work. It's not a big deal. It's only three assignments, a total of forty one pages. Some writing and some art. Marvel approached him for their eightieth anniversary. They're, you know, asking a lot of older creators to come back and do a little something, something. Hmm. He didn't say what characters he's going to be doing, but he just you know said, yeah, I'm doing it. But it's not like a big deal. It's not like I signed the contract with him or anything. Okay, gotcha. Yep. Oh, that'd be cool to see his artwork back on Marvel again. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't mind his Spidey. It's okay. No, mm, cool. Yeah. Quick it. Quick it. Speaking of Marvel, Jonathan, Marvel Studios is developing a what-if TV show for their Disney+. Plus. This is going to be a cartoon. Now, the kicker in this, which makes it really interesting, is that for the characters that they're using in the comic book, they're going to use their voice counterpart from the movies. How does that sound? Oh, what? So if it's a Captain America story, they're going to use Chris, Chris Evans. Evans. Right. Get the heck out of That's all I'm saying. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's pretty cool. They see the MCU actors are going to reprise their roles in the animated form on What If? And, well, this helps, obviously, because if it's live action, it's going to be more expensive. And if it's a cartoon, they can easily deal wherever they are. So this whole Disney Plus thing, man, it's just getting more appetizing. From every article I keep reading about it, it looks so exciting. I love the What If books. I think you did too, right? Yeah. Yeah, so that should be cool. So what would you want to see? I would Maybe like to see a cartoon. What if, number one, you know, when Spidey joins the Fantastic Four, that would be cool. You paid eight dollars for that uh, copy. Very good, and I was sweating buckets because I was so nervous. <laughs> I would like to see. Oh, when when uh, what if what if Gwen Stacy lived? That was a cool story. Yeah, that'd be a good one too. Yeah, I'd like to see that one. I wonder. Um, oh yeah, Tom Holland doing Spidey. That'd be awesome. 
Yeah, it really would. Yeah. I, I think that's that's a cool little trick up, up their sleeve to make it like that, you know? I, I think that's pretty neat. What am I trying? I'm trying to think what, what if I would like. Because we talked about what if briefly on our favorite comic book stories yeah. episode. And all the what ifs just ended very, like, they never ended happily. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> Nothing good comes out of a what <laughs> if story. What would I want to see? Well, there has to be what if Thanos won the, you know, won an Infinity War, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I would like to see in, in in animated form, what if Spider-Man joined the Fantastic Four? Yeah, I think that'd be fun. Totally yeah, fun. Too. And what a cool way to, for for Disney to, to start off that Fantastic Four franchise also. Get the buzz going. Yeah, absolutely. And it's, it, I mean, G is doing it animated because obviously it saves a lot of money. What yeah. if Wolverine became a Punisher? Yeah. Wow, I'm excited about this. I know, right? I like it. Very yes. excited. Golly, they're killing it on Disney Plus. <laughs> I know, I can't wait. This is a no-brainer for me, man. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-mm-mm. Can't wait till this thing comes out. Mm-hmm. All right, good. Now, some sad news. Oh. Uh, CrossGen, comic book company, uh, which does a Disney. Uh, in researching the story, I found out that Disney uh, actually bought CrossGen back in like 04, I believe. Or maybe later. Uh, CrossGen founder died, uh, Mark Alessi. Oh, yeah. Now, his thing with CrossGen was he was able to pull a lot of big-name creators, both writers and artists, over to CrossGen. I think, I don't know if they still do, but I think back in the day, DC Marvel, they were all freelancers. Like, you didn't have contracts, you didn't get paid. Where I think what CrossGen did was, like, hired these guys. Like, they had salaries and healthcare and stuff like that. Yeah. And that was very attractive to these top creators. And they didn't do so much superhero books. They did a lot of, um, they did kind of a lot of Lord of the Rings type books. Fantasy. Just a lot of different yeah. genres. A lot of fantasy. There was a, there was Ruse, which is like a Sherlock Holmes book. I think I read almost every book. Yeah. I love Surgerm, which is Greg Land. Yes. Who wrote it. That was awesome. And, and a lot of our earlier sketches were because CrossGen would come to the Wizard World conventions. Uh, we went to Philly twice. And they were they would have their artists draw for free. Oh my god! And yeah. they would do sketches for us. And um, I, I think I told the story before, but I got Greg Land to draw Nightwing for me when he was supposed to do a cross. He, they were only supposed to do cross gen characters, right? But I, but I begged Greg Land to do Nightwing for me, and it's actually on a cross gen titled card. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I lo- those books are great. Yeah, I I, I love Sojourn and Ruse and. Uh, uh, some of the other books I read too, I can't remember. And they were all kind of tied into a, a sigil, right? Yes, that's right. Like, yeah. And that was supposed to tie the universe together. And it, I don't know, it never went anywhere because they it, they didn't last long. What were they around? Two, three years maybe they were around? It could be because I remember the Crushin went bankrupt. And I remember reading that article in Wizards, something like they just couldn't, like they, they threw a lot of money at the creators. And right. It was money that they actually didn't have. And healthcare, <laughs> yeah, healthcare. So, uh, but yeah, th- those are amazing, memorable times when we hit that Comic Con. I mean, you're right. You'd see the artists, and it, it was tables of they're like in a circle, right? And it was amazing just to to meet these these uh, creators, and no charging. It was free, and yeah, it was it was totally awesome. Yeah, it was, it was a special time. In the middle of it, you really thought they were going to be able to do what Image did. Yeah, yeah. And, wow, could you imagine a world where CrossGen succeeded? We would have four major comic book companies right now. Oh, yeah, absolutely. 
Yeah. And they were they were the big creators. It was Mark Wade was with them, right? I mean, oh, they had Ron Mars, who yeah. just came off of Green Lantern. Mark Wade, Greg Land. Um, well, who's the other guy? The Butch Geis. Yeah, uh, it was like the all stars between DC and. Wasn't Marvel the Captain America Marvel. guys there too? Was Ed Brubaker there? Was Ed or the artist there? Steve Epting. Epting was, was there. Epting yes, there? Epting yeah. was there. Yeah. Yeah, he was doing like a pirate thing. Oh, if you go to the, our YouTube channel, Nerd Me Podcast on YouTube, I think, yeah, I did my sketchbook on there. I threw it up there and you can see all, it was basically a book full of cross-gen artists and stuff, <laughs> which is really cool. Yeah, you know, there's a, it's a fascinating story. We might have to do uh, an episode or episodes on cross-gen. Yeah, that's that's the comic book company I, I wish could have survived. We'll have to discuss that. Yeah. And they came back briefly. I think after Disney bought, bought them, they came back briefly, but... I obviously didn't succeed because they're nowhere to be found. I want to find those again. Those are good stories. Yeah. I really enjoyed. I really enjoyed Sojourn. Yeah, they were good. Yeah. Uh, well, anyway, he he passed away at the age of sixty-five. Wow, that's undisclosed, young. Undisclosed reasons. He was a millionaire. He made his money in a computer somehow, computer equipment or something. Huh? Uh, Probably. Yeah, but he he and and they were based in Florida. That's right. Remember yeah. That? Mm-hmm. And um. Yeah. All right. Okay. Alan, yo, coming on the heels of the, I forgot they're called the NES Classic, the SNES, and the PS One uh, home consoles that they put out recently with you know with like forty games on them already. Yeah, and they're really tiny; they fit in the palm of your hand. Sega announced that the Genesis will be coming out. Oh, Sega Genesis will have forty games. It will retail for eighty dollars. You can already pre-order it on Amazon and Walmart. Uh, it will have two controllers, a USB adapter, HDMI cable, and a power cable. Some of the games announced, but not all of them, are Altered Beast, Castlevania Bloodlines, Comics Zone, Dr. Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine, Echo the Dolphin, Gunstar Heroes, Shining Force, Sonic the Hedgehog, Space Harrier 2, Toad Jam and Earl. And that's uh, two, four, six, eight. That's ten of the forty. So who knows? I might actually get this one because I loved my Sega Genesis. No kidding. All right, cool. <laughs> I loved my Sega Genesis. I mean, if they put if they put Mortal Kombat on that bad boy and and Madden '92 or whatever, right? I mean, there you go. Yeah, do a product. Did you have a Genesis? Yeah, you do a lot of uh, games. No, no, no. Right? I, yeah, I didn't get into the game until after college. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, Sega Genesis was the bomb. Nice. Eighty dollars not bad either. No, not eight all. Uh, you know, it'd be cool if they have the ability to, to at least add more games eventually. Because I think that's a downfall with the previous ones. You know, like the PlayStation one was preloaded with games, but I don't think it really interests me if I can't if they don't keep doing more games for it. Well, the NES sold gangbusters, dude. Did it? The classic NES, yeah. Wow. Um, well, that's the whole point of them. Right? I mean, it's smaller than the regular one. It's got 40 games on it. That just tells you where the technology's gone. Yeah, then. seriously. Okay. All right. Okay. Uh, Alan, there are rumors. Rumor report. Uh, there are rumors that Angelina <laughs> Jolie is in talks for Marvel's next movie, The Eternals. Oh, well, you put Externals. It's The Eternals. Yes. Uh, little is known about the Eternals. You and I read the miniseries, and we didn't like it. I don't. She would probably play Cersei. I'm assuming. Oh, okay. But that means nothing to anybody listening if they don't know who Cersei is. Right. Cersei at one point was also an Avenger. Yeah. Um, not not part of an Avengers group I enjoyed reading because they were awful. Yeah. And um, 
Yeah, so that's that's a big name to be associated with their next phase or whatever you want to call it of Marvel movies. Absolutely. Uh, it's also being reported as a rumor that Hercules will be the main character of the Eternals. Okay. Brad Pitt. Um, uh, Hercules was a an Avenger. Yeah, he's not in the comics. He's not an Eternal, but like this kind of makes sense in a weird way. This makes sense to kind of introduce him via the Eternals and make him an Eternal. Maybe the Eternals they're doing is not the comic book Eternals. Kind of sounds like right. Yeah, and it's also being reported that Hercules will a will be the main character and B will be a homosexual, which would make him the first, I guess, Marvel superhero, gay superhero, um, MCU gay superhero. Right. I think. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Is that correct? Yes. 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 All right. Okay. Alan, thus ends Quick Hits, and thus ends the episode of The Week in Geek. This is Alan signing off. And this is John saying you stay classy wherever you are.